Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, coming up in a quarter to six, we got Boomer and Geo at the top of the hour. Al is on his way to Indiana for a John Cougar Mellencamp concert. And a nice weekend away, so he will rejoin us on Wednesday. We've talked about the uh, the Yankees, my unfortunate mishap with the golf ball, uh, some NBA draft as well, and a couple of minutes here on uh, on the Mets. So I'm bringing Mike Flegelman, who um, hosts a lot of shows here at the radio station, is a lifelong and one of the most diehard Mets fans that I know. And so I'm going to start this way. All right. First of all, good morning, Mike. How are you? Good morning, Jerry. Hope you're doing all right despite uh, the uh, golf ball to the face. Uh, yeah, something I was not anticipating, but yes. So I'm gonna. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm going to mention a few teams, and then I'm gonna ask you a question. So we've got Atlanta, we've got Miami, we've got Philadelphia. <laughs> Amazingly enough, Cincinnati, Milwaukee. Yeah, the Cubs. Mm, sort of the Pirates. Arizona, San Francisco, the LA Dodgers, and the Padres. The only teams I haven't mentioned are the Nationals, the Cardinals, and the Rockies. They're below the Mets. Sell me on why the Mets season is not over. No, I can't. I did, oh, the, can't. I did the overnight Sunday, and I said it's over. That it's was after dead. just one loss to the Cardinals. And look, those teams behind them, they've lost series to all of them. They I split know they one have. with the Nationals. They can't beat any of these teams in a series. Like, there's, there's two thoughts of logic. Like, it tells you what the talent the Mets have on the roster. They can't possibly be this bad I agree. the rest of the season. So you would expect there's going to be some kind of run at some point, and I still think you'll get that. I don't think the Mets finish below 500, but because you listed all the teams that are currently in front of them, the National League is better than we thought it would be. So I could see the Mets going on a run, getting to 84, 85 wins, but before the season where I thought maybe that could get you the last wild card, I don't think that's going to be good enough now. I think they're done because they've been so bad giving away too many games, and the rest of the league is just better than we thought. I'll give you two teams that... I would say I didn't expect much from, or not too much from, because I, I, you're right, with that number 84-85, that usually is good enough to get a wild card spot. Miami and San Francisco, though, and I know Miami's just been steady. I mean, the Marlins have been really good. Arise has been great. The Giants, prior to this winning streak, were just a middling-type team. Now, they lost last night, but still, they had won 10 in a row, so they are now 9 or 10 games above five hundred. If those two teams continue to play well, they have virtually no chance. Because the other teams that are there are going to be there, and that's sort of the problem for them. So here's then here's the next question. Then it's only June twenty whatever June twenty third. So we're still far away from the deadline, although it is approaching, but still far away from it. What would you need to see for this team to add as opposed to subtract? 
well, a big winning streak because you'd have to be, I want to say 500, but even realistically, you know, game or two below. But, I mean, you have to be within three games of a wild card. And I also think at that point, you probably want to have jumped two teams in front of you. But like you said, with all those teams there, you know, the Marlins playing way better than anybody ever expected. But they're there and they're not showing any signs of going away. The Giants are a team that I thought would be in that low to mid-80s mix. They were hurt to start the season. I remember when the Mets played them, they were talking about on the broadcast, including the national one Sunday night, well, the Giants think once they get healthy that they're going to take off and go on a run. They've done that. Yep. They're now there. They're a team that we even looked at, all right, they might be a seller. Maybe the Yankees could get a Michael Conforto, Jock Peterson. Now, Giants aren't selling. Giants aren't going anywhere. There's too many teams. I mean, the Mets, yeah, three to four games out is the most important I'm looking for at the trade deadline. If there are any more games out than that, plus you're talking about then however many teams they have to jump, again, even if they go on the run at that point, it's hard to pull off. Could be too little too late. And I know right now, I think the number seven right. that they're back, which is a big number. That's not yeah, the Last division. weekend, five looked bad, but yeah. all right, you have a chance here against the Cardinals to maybe win a series. You know Where we were after Friday night, you could have sold me on, all right, they beat the Yankees in the final game, they beat the Cardinals, now here you go, maybe they can start their run and then, of course, they go on to lose four of the next it's five. It's unbelievable. And the Cardinals have been so bad. And then to lose both those. The Sunday one, you know what? Saturday is what it is. That's fine. You got to win Sunday. You put up a bunch of runs. You can't lose that game. And our, funny, too, I played the clip earlier from the Yankee call where hey, maybe uh, he's getting himself out of this up. No, he's not. That That's what Sunday felt like for me with the Mets in that it was one of those games where they were scoring a lot of runs. The announcer for the Cardinals was like, oh, Arenado hasn't hit the ball in, you know, two weeks. Next pitch was like a home run, and then, of course, he has the home run late. But that was like one of those games last year they win. There have been so many of these games where you can point back to 2022 and say things fall and break right for them. And this year, everything is completely breaking wrong. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. And I'll tell you one thing. I know you're on Twitter, and I saw this, which actually surprised me. Just from the, I, I guess he doesn't listen all that often, and that's fine. Howie Rose put out a tweet, though, yesterday that said, this guy's absence isn't getting enough play, and it was a picture of Edwin Diaz. And I'm thinking, that's all we've talked about. Yeah, especially lately. In the beginning of the season one, remember, the Mets didn't get off to an awful start. When they're 14-7, right. they beat the Dodgers in a series. We're not talking about it. And the bullpen was holding up was okay fine. early on. It was fine. And Robertson's been so good. And listen, Robertson has done the job in Diaz's absence, but as the weeks have gone on, yeah, we have been talking about it. It's still, I think the bigger issue is the starting pitching, but the starting pitching is leading to the bullpen pitching a lot more. Way too much. And in all those games where if you know it would maybe be Diaz, Robertson, and Ottavino or Raley, you're now getting Robertson, Ottavino, Raley, and then the guys in the underbelly all pitching more than they should. 
yeah, it's led to losses now, but I agree with you that, especially in the last month, we've been talking about That's that. That's what I've been plenty. talking about. And you know where he was used to, and this is where I really think they actually miss him now and have the last maybe two or three weeks. The one thing Buck did with him last year, you would see him in the eighth inning of games when it was the important spot, and they haven't had it. Well, they've done it with Robertson this year. Yeah. The problem is, Adovino, and Adovino hasn't been as good in the ninth as he was last year, and you would presume this year if they were doing that with Diaz in the eighth, it would be this version of Robertson who's been kind of like out of, you know, last year, maybe better pitching the ninth. So but, all those kinds of games, and whether it's the comebacks, the the pitching, the bullpen, every kind of game that they found a way to win last year, they are now losing them in all different ways this year. I think the best point you made, though, there was the fact that the bullpen has faltered is because the starters have faltered and they've been used way too much too early. And that's been that's been a big issue. It's been, their offense has been bad at times, and, and then they pitch, and when they they don't pitch, they hit. It's whole thing's the been offense a mess. is too inconsistent. Like they're the team Horribly. that averages four and a half runs by giving you nine and then, and then one. one. Yep. And they're losing because of the pitching. Every time they they could steal a couple games last year where they scored three runs. This year, if they're not scoring four or five plus runs, they have no shot. Well, but how about the stat that they've lost eleven games when they score six runs? Eleven. And one in six in their last oh. seven where they've scored that seven plus runs. Like that's hard to pull off. And yeah. they this year their record when scoring four or more runs on a whole is closer to 500. Last year, they were like 30, 40 games over 500 in those spots. It's, it's the pitching, the pitching, the pitching. As inconsistent as the offense is, it is the pitching that has them in the spot they're in. Pitching, pitching, pitching. All right, Mike, good job. We will see you on the show in a couple of minutes. All right, That Jared. is Fleegs on the fan. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, I have a note from Ice Cube that I'm going to read to you about the big three and a very simple answer to one of his questions about why the league is not I don't want to say taken seriously, covered the way it needs to be. Um, So we'll get to that. I have a football note as well. And then guess what? We're only seven and a half minutes away from Boomer and Geo. Right now, we are right in line for an Odyssey Sports Minute. His name is JR, and he's talking about Chris Paul. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Welcome back. Al is out until Wednesday, so we've done it solo for the most part. Fleeks uh, helping out a little bit last hour with the uh, the Mets. The Mets take on the Phillies tonight down in Philadelphia. Our old friend Taiwan Walker going for Philly. Kodai Sanga, who's been not good on the road. He starts for the Mets. And the Yankees last night, I don't again, I don't, what do you call that? 10-2. They got destroyed by the Mariners. Take on a very good Rangers team starting this weekend. Uh, NBA draft for you real quick. Um, we know at the top, of course, what it was. The Nets picked 21-22. Clowney from Alabama and Whitehead from Duke. I saw this that I thought was very interesting. Ice Cube on a radio interview talking about how disappointed he is in the lack of coverage for his Big 3 tournament, which on the surface I understand to a certain extent. The problem is it's very much like these alternate football leagues. It's too much. Like I don't know exactly what he's expecting, but the big three is never going to be the NBA, just like the XFL or the USFL is never going to be as popular as the NFL. Is it a cool concept? Yes. Is it something you're going to be a diehard of? No. It's casual. That's what it is. You put it on in, a, in June or July when it's on and there's nothing else going on and you don't like baseball. But other than that, that's kind of what it is. So I understand being disappointed, but uh, that is kind of the way it is, and he will have to deal with that. I think they're making money. And if that's the case, I mean, that's all you can ask for. It's still weird when you look at the way the game is played with the half court. It's not even a half court. It's like a a third of a court. It's kind of hard to get used to. And so they'll continue to sink money into it. I think it will be successful to a certain extent. But if he got into this, it's kind of like professional pickleball. Yeah, it's popular. I am not going to argue that. But if you think that's going to take over 
tennis or golf on TV. I, I don't see that either. It's it's cool. It's neat. It's fun. But to sit there and watch it like it's the U.S. Open or Wimbledon, never happening. And the big three, never going to be covered like the NBA. It just can't be. Way too much sports for us to consider. WFAN. WFAN-FM. WFAN-FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there. This is the Rico Bronya Podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night. On behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch. Let me just tell Adam Wainwright. Can you go f*** yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You, were, you came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya Podcast. Available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.